Hey everyone, Matt Lowe here. Welcome to the 44th episode of Bouncing Back, a video series meant to give people who have been laid off to COVID-19 an opportunity to sell themselves to new employers in the ad industry. For this episode, we have Eric Peck, who is most recently a video production specialist at FIS Global Financial Company. You know, Eric, happy to have you here. Hey, thank you very much. I appreciate you uh, doing this and uh, look forward to sharing myself with the world. Yeah, of course. Maybe just start off telling everyone, you know, how you're dealing with this pandemic, where you're quarantining and, you know, what you've been doing to keep busy the last few months. Yeah, luckily, uh, well, not luckily, but because I'm, I'm uh, currently unemployed and looking for work, uh, I am able to kind of stay home. School started here in Jacksonville, Florida, so I am pretending like I'm a teacher and helping my two seven-year-olds and my 10-year-old get their work done, uh, which is much more challenging than the ad industry. Just want to make that clear. Yeah, that's for sure. That's, that's been kind of the silver lining I've heard through all of this is, you know, being able to spend time, whether it's me, home with my parents, or you know, you and your home with your kids, that's kind of been the one thing making this a little bit better, right? Absolutely, they're a joy to be with, and um, you know, art class is fun for me. I get to uh, remember how to draw lines and squigglies and stuff like that. <laughs> sure. How else have you been keeping busy other than, of course, you know, hanging out with the kids and, and staying home? Yeah, I, I've been kind of, you know, obviously job search is, is the main priority uh, right now in, in just kind of, you know, kind of connect with folks and see who's doing what, uh, like following companies like Yeti, uh, they, they have a beautiful series uh, of documentary style films online, so they just launched a, a, another slew of them, so I've been kind of watching their techniques and what they're doing, and um, you know, I go fishing every now and then just to get out. I do live in Florida, so the ocean's pretty close. Um, and then, you know, really it's right now, it's about those kiddos, man. I, I got to keep them going until I, uh, I find a new gig. Yeah, definitely. Well, you haven't lost any yet. So, so far doing, doing pretty well. <laughs> Want to just tell everyone a little bit about yourself and where you've worked in the past? Uh, absolutely. So I started my career in television news, Was did that for about six and a half years. I was the youngest manager on the news department's uh, editing team. I was the youngest manager in the building. I believe I was the youngest manager in the company at the time. Um, switched over from there to an ad agency. That's where I got to learn all the really cool creative stuff and kind of hone my craft. So went over to academics for a little while, uh, worked for a local college here in Jacks, did my own thing, freelance for companies like Nemours, Acosta, and Wounded Warrior Project. I did a couple stints back at the news station in their creative services department. And uh, like we said in the beginning, my last role was for a uh, global financial technologies company here, located here in Jacksonville. Um, with a revenue of something like $9.6 billion. I uh, was working mainly with the C-suite internal stuff. Uh, and uh, then I was not working. <laughs> yeah, happened, happened pretty quickly. What, would you, uh, what were some of your job responsibilities you know, at those different places as a you know, video production specialist? Were you always that or you kind of gravitated towards that? You know, what did you start out as and now kind of what are you, you know, considered a pro at? Yeah, so so I've kind of run the gamut a little bit of everything. My mainstay is post-production. I'm very happy in the edit bay, um, but I can do post-production uh, from beginning to end. Um, I shoot, edit, light, you know, after effects, script direct, scripts, writing, uh, directing, things of that nature. 
Um, you know, it's kind of kind of multiple hat wearing scenario in most roles, even if you're just hired on as a video editor. Um, you know, you always kind of jump in and, and help the team grow. So, yeah, I, I've done a little bit of everything, but my mainstay would be in post-production. Yeah, especially these days having that kind of one-stop shop, being able to come to someone like you and handle all the responsibilities by wearing multiple hats is is really valuable, you know, for many reasons. But, you know, glad to hear that you're able to, you know, do it from start to finish because that does make you more valuable than, you know, that person who can just edit or just direct or just light. You know, being able to run the gamut is is very impressive. Thank you. What would you say you're looking for in your next role? My next role would be something that allows me to be creative, allows me to find the stories and, and really showcase what the company is. Um, I enjoy working with a team. I like to have a good pipeline as far as, as, as workflow. Um, you know, just somebody who's doing some cool stuff. I really like the docu-style things. Um, those, are, those are interesting to me. I think they, they not only help sell the brand, but you know, they also have, absolutely tell a story right now a lot of people are being out getting outdoors so i feel like the outdoor brands uh and agencies that are working for outdoor brands are, are really going to be firing on all cylinders trying to get their content out to people and that kind of role would be very interesting to me yeah it's kind of the the agencies the brands that are lucky enough to be in that outdoor space now when all the messaging is right get outdoors get into fresh air go you know kind of do your thing or hopefully really benefiting from this time while so many other brands, you know, can't really take advantage or use this time and, you know, for their, you know, benefit because there's so much going on and you don't want to come out with the wrong message. You definitely got to be careful. But a lot of those outdoor brands, you know, can come out and, and say the right thing here, which, yeah, would be great to work on and, and really fun to tell those kind of stories. Absolutely. What would you say are some of your better qualities? Better qualities. Um, my kids say that I'm a mean teacher, so that's definitely not one of them. <laughs> um, uh, I definitely am, am curious. I think a little bit differently than most people do. Um, I'm speedy. I, I, you know, working in news back in the day kind of honed my uh, ability to work very quickly. So tight turnarounds are, are easy for me. Um, I think I'm personable. You know, uh, we all kind of do, but I think that I uh, get along with people very well. Um, and, I'm, and I like to make sure that things are, are, are almost perfect. Nothing's going to be absolutely perfect, but I, I'm a little bit of a perfectionist. Yeah, I think those are all important things in this industry. One, starting from being a tough teacher, you can't always kind of cave into what the clients are asking for. You have to sometimes push back and, of course, in a respectful way, but you know, that's kind of where that comes from. So all, you know, qualities that, that definitely help and and being a perfectionist too, you know, there's that fine line of having to get something out the door. So not sitting with it for, for days, weeks, even months, trying to make it perfect, but understanding, you know, this is in the 90th, 95th percentile of, you know, me being satisfied. So I think it's ready to go out there because we can work on things forever to get them, you know, perfect and they'll still never be there. I think just that's, you know, how our creative minds work. We'll always be able to tinker and mess with something, but it's, it's good to, to know that, you know, you strive for perfection, but we're okay getting it out the door if it's not totally to our liking, knowing that things are kind of always shifting and, and always moving around. Yeah, for sure. Do you have a favorite project that you've worked on? A favorite project? Yeah, um, I was working for Florida State College at Jacksonville here 
in in Jacksonville, Florida, and they came to us with they wanted a video for a uh, fundraising gala. <clears throat> the theme was around the St. Johns River, which is the main river that runs through Jacksonville. And uh, I came up with the concept of having a video piece play on a projector screen behind the college's symphony and it would be edited to sync to the particular song the symphony was playing so i got to travel all around northeast florida and just shoot beautiful b-roll of the saint john's river i was outside i was on boats we were driving around in the car you know trying to find these just gorgeous locations and i really feel like the piece came together and it's it's just a nice kind of study in nature and that's that's pretty fun to me yeah really really cool how do you get it to you know kind of sync up with the music um so ultimately the syncing with the symphony uh idea got nixed uh unfortunately it did not go the way i had planned so it actually was edited to a piece that they um they had previously recorded probably easier than yeah it was definitely easier it was definitely easier but the impact of the live symphony would have been really cool yeah totally and and again just being able to go with the punches and understand that you know we reach for the stars but sometimes we gotta go a little bit lower for what's feasible what's realistic what works in the budget is just super important too so i'm sure it, it maybe wasn't ideal but i'm sure you know you rolled with it and, and made it work absolutely yeah and it came out really 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 pretty um, I enjoy watching. Sometimes when I want to relax, I just watch and listen. Oh, great. Yeah, maybe after this, I'll ask you to, to send it. We'd love to take a look. Absolutely. What would companies be getting if they did reach out and hired you, whether full-time or freelance? Um, they'd be getting a veteran in the industry. Um, they would be getting someone who is fast, well-timed, um, very good at editing to, to music, pacing, um concepting is something that i i feel i'm i'm pretty good at and um they'd be getting a fun co-worker but somebody who also um really knows how to kind of question things like why are we doing this we always try and find that why and and i think that's where my interesting odd curiosity of things uh comes into play but yeah i think they'd just be getting somebody who's been doing this for a while knows that he can learn and, um, you know, can bring, bring some, some interesting takes on, you know, maybe old models or old ways of thinking. And uh, I think right now in the current, uh, you know, way the world is right now, I think new kind of thinking, different thinking is, is really important. Yeah, I, I cannot agree more. The, the thinking different, I think that's kind of what's going to differentiate the people who are going to be getting hired once things, you know, go back to normal is the people who kind of have that edge and can think different and can kind of prove to whatever employers, agencies, clients that, that they're, you know, have the ability to do that. Are you open to, to freelance? Are you on full-time or doesn't make sense? Full-time would be my preference. Uh, I've been the major breadwinner in the household for quite some time. And, uh, you know, little, little things like health insurance are nice to have. Yeah, yeah, totally. I think <laughs> I saw on your LinkedIn that you've taught yourself a lot of this software. Is that, is that true? That's, yeah, that's very, that's very true. And, and, and I don't mean I taught myself like I went and did it by myself. I, I have had an incredible slew of mentors uh, and coworkers who have helped me along my journey. But I did not go to school. I do not have a degree. 
um, yet I've still been able to stay in the industry for 20 years. Um, I actually started editing tape to tape uh, when that was a thing and have been able to learn all of the software needed for the time. So Final Cut, uh, Adobe Premiere, After Effects, Photoshop, um, throughout my different roles at different companies with the help of just some amazing people who were willing to give me the time and understood that I really wanted to learn. So um, yeah, lighting techniques, camera operation, all that stuff was learned, you know, kind of hands-on and uh, yeah. And I think you, you made it clear, at least on your LinkedIn, that you kind of still have that appetite to just go out and learn as much as you can and, and keep learning and, and always get better. Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, it, the, the, especially on the video side of things, stuff changes so, so, so rapidly. Um, you know, cameras are going bananas with what they're capable to, of doing. After Effects keeps adding new things that confuse most people because uh, they're like, I didn't know we could do this, but now we can and it's built in. So I feel like if you stop learning, uh, especially on the video side, you're going to turn into a dinosaur and, um, you know, you're not going to know what's going on. So, yeah, it's definitely something uh, I definitely want to continue to educate myself and learn, see those new techniques, those new technologies and kind of better and improve my, my craft and, and continue doing that. Yeah, I love that. Just really important to, to keep evolving. And like you said, just, you know, there's always something to learn and staying ahead of the curve is, is really important. I mean, there's last question for me, unless there's anything we you know, haven't touched on is if there is a, a dream brand or client, I know you mentioned Yeti, but are there any others that, you know, you want to give a little shout out to or would love to, to work with? I don't have, uh, you know, Yeti just, just because of their documentary stuff is kind of, kind of where I would like to land. I'll be honest. I, I, I don't have a preference. You know, it's kind of one of those things when you look at a role, you see what they're creating. Um, you kind of, look through their portfolios or their brand portfolio and just kind of, okay, I could fit in here. And this is the kind of stuff I want to create. So I don't really have a, a, a specific place I want to land. Um, it sounds kind of crazy, but I'm trying to stay out of the major markets, just cost of living wise. Yeah. Um, but I definitely am, I'm willing to relocate. Uh, it's terrifying to me that I might have to relocate, but uh, the market here in Jacksonville is kind of, kind of dead in the water um and yeah uh, that probably wasn't a very good answer but <laughs> no totally i think you know it makes sense to to gauge it off the work you're liking and the the brands or, or clients whoever it may be doing the work that you kind of see out in the world and, and gravitate towards makes sense to want to go and work there and i think being you know willing to relocate of course is, is huge and kind of helps your reach to that many more employers but i know now with this covid world we've kind of all proven that we could work remote and can edit remote and can concept remote. So I think a lot of companies now are willing to hire people, even if they're not in their you know city or state or region. So I think that's really helped a lot of people around the country, just being able to work essentially, you know, anywhere around the country, but, you know, from your living room, of course. Yeah. And that would, that would be a very interesting um, deal for me because remote work would be very, very cool. Um, right. Being able to, being able to cut from home and, and kind of be in my own environment and my comfort zone, you know, would allow me to kind of turn my creative up to 12. Yeah, totally. Um, I think that's it for me. You know, thanks so much for putting yourself out there and, and doing something like this. Thank you very much. I appreciate uh, you doing this. And I know that the multiple people you have spoken to appreciate it as well. 
uh, LinkedIn community. Remember, connect to folks you don't know because things like this happen. Yeah, totally agree. What would you say the best way for people to get in touch with you is? Uh, if you're looking at my LinkedIn profile, all of my stuff is there and I am very active on here. Um, email, phone, any of it, doesn't matter. Great. Well, you know, good luck. Thanks so much. And that's a wrap for the 44th episode of Bouncing Back. If you know anyone who may want to sell themselves to recruiters looking for talent in the ad industry, have them shoot me an email at malow930 at gmail.com. And you can now check out all these episodes on Spotify and Apple Music, uh, you know, under their podcast section called Bouncing Back in Advertising. Thanks a lot. Talk soon, Eric. Thank you.